Nothing important. Matt Reyes. I just saw the funniest thing I ever fucking saw in my life. <laughs> Worldstar.com. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. Go on Worldstar and find a video of a coach, a football coach, not in the NFL, not in college football, not high school football. This is not uh, a normal coach. It's not a normal league. He is the coach of the Women's Lingerie League, where women in panties and a helmet slam into each other and throw around a ball. <laughs> you got to fucking see this video. This guy has to be the most delusional person in fucking America. There's, it's just a clip. It's like a compilation of him just bugging the fuck out on one of the players. There's this blonde chick. Her ass is out. Her titties is out. That's all we should be paying attention to. That is all that should be paid attention to. Her ass is out for a fucking reason. That's what's selling the tickets. The WNBA sucks. There's no league for women to play football professionally. And that's for a fucking reason because they're women. Let's just be fucking honest. This league is called the Lingerie League. They're letting you know what the fuck is going on. You come to watch ass and titties and the coach doesn't get it. This poor bastard <laughs> is so delusional. He's living out a fucking past life dream. When he was 20, 25, 30 years old and he thought he was going to be a coach of a real goddamn football team, watch that compilation. Go on to Worldstar. This guy is fucking doing blood-curdling screams, telling this bitch with her titties and her ass out to make the play. What the fuck is going on in reality? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That he can't comprehend that everything in his life is fake. It's not real. This is a money play. This is about ass and titties. I don't get it. Um, that might be the most dangerous thing in the world is somebody who, and, and I'll preface this statement. I believe in being a dreamer, ladies and gentlemen. I believe in following your dreams. I don't think it's childish. I don't think it's a fairy tale. I think about it in a practical, logical way. I think you have to have a vision. You have to have a dream. You have to work really hard. You have to get somewhat lucky. You have to be talented. There's a lot of factors in accomplishing that fantasy that you may have, but I don't think it's childlike to live a lifestyle where you hold steadfast to what you believe that you can be in this life. For that fucking, you know, statement being so so amazing and close to my heart, take it with a grain of fucking salt. Take it with a grain of fucking salt. Take it with a drip of reality. Because there is nothing on this planet that is more dangerous <laughs> than somebody that holds on to their dream and they're they're not living it. And they're not fucking living it and they're deluding themselves through some other industry or some other craft or some other fucking job. It's like when you see somebody who's a music teacher and they really wanted to make it in music and they're teaching 11 year olds how to play trombone and they have the, the ego of, of fucking Mussolini. You know what I'm saying? Like they have dictator energy <laughs> and they're just fucking verbally abusing these children because to them it's so important. To the teacher it's so fucking important because it's their dream. They believe they're a fucking maestro in their head, but you're just a teacher. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong that you had a passion and you want to hold on to your dream. To this fucking culture, the lingerie league, this is not a real sport. It's not real. It's in your fucking mind. Cool it off. Cool it off, man. I see this guy in many different bodies, mindsets, different interests, industries. You see this everywhere. Everybody knows this. I play guitar. I love music. I go into a guitar center from time to time and I sit down with a beautiful instrument just to play it, just to try it out. Maybe I'm buying, maybe I'm not. 
I'm either buying or I'm trying. It doesn't matter. That's what Guitar Center is about. You know the fucking vibes. If you've ever been there, I go and try to enjoy myself. And there's always that one guy who's too goddamn old <laughs> to be wearing makeup. <laughs> he was too goddamn old to be showing up to work in that Guitar Center polo with his rock attire under. You know, you understand what I'm saying? He has like fucking gauges in his ears and he's wearing lipstick and he's 47 and he has an attitude. He has an ego and he's angry that he's where he's at. Listen, man, I fucking sympathize with you, but it's the delusion that you think you can bring whatever concoction in your brain that you cooked up when you were 17, whatever dream that was, that you think you can bring that to innocent bystanders, (laughs) that level of fucking ego that your band is still going to fucking make it and you're just... You're working at Guitar Center part-time and it's all going to fucking work out. We see this guy everywhere. There's a lot of these people in society. Something actually happened to me yesterday. I'm not an abusive man, ladies and gentlemen. I was about to choke a bitch yesterday. I was going to choke a bitch in public, a white woman. It wouldn't have ended well for me. I would have definitely been in fucking jail. You know what I'm saying? 5'11", Puerto Rican man. She had to be five foot one. I was going to fucking wring her neck. She was a bartender. Um, it's a place I've been to before. Yesterday, I wanted to go take a walk, you know, light up a little bit of marijuana, listen to some beautiful music, maybe an audio book, get some vitamin D, enjoy my Saturday afternoon. And I was doing so. And uh, I was in a place in Atlanta called the Beltline. Beltline, if you don't know, if you've been to Atlanta, you do know it's a beautiful fucking uh, path. It's like a walkway slash park. Um, there, there's a promenade there. There's Uh, businesses, there's Ponce City Market that it connects to. The basic idea of this place is that you walk along this two-lane path, a whole bunch of people outside, and you go into various businesses and you enjoy your motherfucking day. That's what it is. And this bartender that I fucking ran into, apparently, she has some fucking dream. And this ain't it. (laughs) Because she was a miserable bitch. I don't know if she dreamed that she was going to make her own fucking liquor one day. I don't know if she dreamed that she was going to be a restaurant owner. I don't know what the fuck the dream was. I don't know if she called her fucking boyfriend, fucking her sister that, that, that morning. I don't know what was going on, but she had a fucking attitude problem. She had an attitude problem. I walk into this place that I've gone to multiple times, ladies and gentlemen. I like me a drink from time to time. I ain't going fucking lie. And I walk up to the bar where you're supposed to order drinks and the the... Initial thing that pisses me off when you go into any establishment, uh, restaurant, a bar, um, wherever the fuck it is where you're supposed to get food and drinks. You know, it could be a, a food truck. When people are not hospitable, it pisses me the fuck off because that is why I'm going there. It's for the fucking experience. I can go buy alcohol cheaper. I can mix it in my fucking house. I've had enough drinks to make a fucking drink for myself. I know how to cook. You go out for the experience. And if people can't provide you a fucking experience, what the fuck is the point? I go into this place. She's not serving anybody. It's not just me. It's not like she's just pointing out the fucking one spick that's standing there. It's a lot of white people there. There's a group of older white guys that they're just waiting and waiting and waiting for a fucking table. Waitresses running back and forth. There's one guy, I guess he's a bar back and one fucking bartender. And the bar back is just scratching his fucking nuts. That pissed me off initially. That fucking pisses me off initially. So I have to go and, uh, you know, ask the lady for a fucking drink while she's just there doing whatever the fuck she was doing that was not serving anybody at the fucking bar. We're waiting for a while. I go and I ask her. I was like, oh, can I, can I order a drink? She's like, you have to give me a second. 
okay. I go to this other guy who's apparently a barback. I'm like, can you, can you help her out? <laughs> You're standing there. You're not barbacking. I'm sure you can pour some fucking beer because that's what this bitch is doing right now. No. He walks to the back. I wait there for 15 minutes because I'm a petty asshole, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get my drink. I'm going to get my drink. I don't care what energy is being put off. I don't care if they don't want me there. I'm going to get my drink. So finally, she comes over to me and she says, what do you want? You know, and I'm a dick. So, you know, I have to exacerbate the situation. And I say, what kind of tequila do you have? <laughs> and after I make a repeat, all the tequilas they have about four times, I ask for what I want. And she does something. This is just hilarious. Uh, I'm not a super sensitive individual. Um, I, don't, I don't like to take offense to things that people do uh, because it doesn't matter at the end of the fucking day. But she did So this was like funnier than it was offensive. And this is not even why I wanted to choke this bitch. Um, she goes and she pours my drink in front of me. The complete drink is done. And for whatever fucking reason, I guess she has like a fucking shrine in the back that she wanted to bless it with bad spirits because she takes the drink into the back after it's already done. What the fuck am I supposed to expect? <laughs> what am I? <laughs> you wanted to garnish it and all the fucking, the mint was in the back? I didn't ask for a fucking mojito. Tequila, lemonade, very simple. She comes back with the drink, puts it on it. I was like, I'll just take a shot. I'll just take a shot. She pours me the shot. I shoot the shot. I'm not in a great mood. I'm like, fuck this bitch. I pull out a 20. I just throw it on the fucking counter. Pull out a 20, just throw it on the counter. Then the bitch really pisses me off. This is what made me want to choke this bitch. She says to me, we don't take cash. She says to me after we've had countless rude interaction, all the subliminals, then the New York comes out of me. You know, I lived in Los Angeles. I understand when people want to do subliminals and they throw their jabs. They want to play tennis with another individual. That's not how I grew up. I grew up, if I know you're being a fucking dick, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And don't be a fucking scared individual and not just be direct with me. Because that's just, it's cowardly. I don't care if this lady's a woman. She's being a fucking cunt. And it's not my fault her fucking boyfriend is fucking her sister. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know what happened. I triggered the fuck out of her. Her last boyfriend was Puerto Rican. He beat the shit out. I don't know what happened. She tells me we don't take cash. I'm like, ma'am, uh, I live in Atlanta. I come here a lot. <laughs> you guys take cash. I've eaten here. I've had the pizza. It's very good. I sat outside with my girl and my baby. You guys take cash. You guys take cash. We don't take cash. I don't know how long I've been working here for this long since the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, man, I moved here in the beginning of the pandemic. I've been here before. You take cash. She continues denying. And I have to point out to this dumb bitch, the guy that was sitting right next to me in the fucking seat right to my right just paid completely in fucking cash. And I saw that. And his fucking receipt and change is still there. <laughs> oh, my God. She wouldn't give it up. So I, I just put the $20 bill down. And I said, uh, well, um, I just got robbed. I don't have any of my cards on me. And my phone is dead. I can't use Apple Pay. I'm sorry, man. She's like, I'll pay. And what a dumb bitch. Oh, my God. I just find it funny, man. It's like, this is what I don't understand. I understand having a bad day. I understand... Uh, you know, getting fucked by your job. She it didn't look like there was a lot of employees in there. I understand that whole fucking thing, but you have to have some like greater awareness that that's not my fucking problem. That's not my fucking problem. 
That's not anybody else's. Your fucking life issues. That's not my fucking problem, lady. I'm ranting about this bitch. I'm giving it too much of my goddamn energy. I might go back there and slap him. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, I just find it funny, man. And I wonder what the fuck her problem. Maybe she's like this guy. She, her energy reminded me of this coach. This guy who works for a league that shouldn't even be called lingerie league. It should be called uh, bitches with titties and ass and a ball. <laughs> that's what it should be called. Because that's what this is. It's not football. The referees shouldn't be there. The coaches shouldn't be there. It just should be It should be what it is. Like, make it more fucking realistic. Put some old guy with a fucking blanket over his lap beating off on the sideline. Because this is what this is for. This is soft porn. This is not about sport. It's not about competition. But this fucking coach, this sad son of a bitch who had a dream and didn't get to achieve it the way that he saw it, he's bringing all of that bitterness and energy to where it's nobody's problem. This poor fucking bitch has no life skills. She's wearing, she, she put on the black stripes on her face like she's a fucking warrior. And her ass is hanging out. <laughs> and now she has to go tackle another girl with no talent and ass and titties. And while all of this is happening, she's getting verbally demeaned by some guy who, I don't even know if he has a family. How could you be married to a guy who's the coach of an ass and titties league? <laughs> And on top of that, I mean, a woman could stomach that if he's paying the bills. You know what I'm saying? A woman would be able to stomach that. But if, it, if this clip gets out to his wife, she's just going to fucking leave him. She's going to go fuck somebody else. It's just going to happen. It's the most pathetic. This guy was taking it so serious. He was taking it so serious. Him and the bartender should go and fucking live happily ever after because they're, so, they're, they're fucking bitter pieces of shit that are bringing their shit to the fucking planet. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, person. Jesus. I'm all for being an asshole, by the way. I love it. I love it. But it has to be like dignified. Like when I was in New York, there's a perception for people in New York that they're all assholes. There's a dignified uh, level of asshole that you can be. It's a justifiable point because the conditions in New York City are so inhumane. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's making money. The conditions of living are so inhumane and it touches everybody from the poor person to the billionaire. The billionaire has access to go and do whatever the fuck they want. They can helicopter out of that goddamn hellhole from time to time, come right back in. But they still have to live in New York City if they live in New York City. And it's craziness. I love it. Best city in the world. But it is fucking nuts. And all of those factors combined give people in New York City a universal justification to be a certain level of asshole. I can't understand some people, like this bartender, she's, she's overwhelmed because she's busy. Like, all those tips go to you, bitch. All you have to do is ask the guy that's standing there and fucking giving you the patronizing stare. He's a bar back and he's scratching his nuts, staring at you fucking panicking. Take it out on that guy. Grow some fucking nuts. If you're, on, you're working by yourself, pour the shot. Don't bring it back into the fucking back room and spit in my fucking drink, bitch. Like, it's not my problem. It's not anybody's problem. Jesus, am I getting worked up over this? Possibly. Please go watch that video. Worldstar.com. Coach had every reason to go off on this lingerie league player. End quote. That is the fucking caption. Um, no, he doesn't. I disagree with that completely, Worldstar. Um, watching us, though, there's, there's some big booty bitches here, man. I like, a, I like, I like me a little big booty bitch. Uh, I might go get some tickets <laughs> to watch the lingerie league. I'm not a big football guy. I'm not a big football guy. 
Uh, that is like sacrilege in a lot of places. Uh, but I'm from New York City. I grew up in Harlem. People play football from time to time. There's nowhere to, to play football. If you play football where I was growing up, that was like gladiator sport. That was not <laughs> even American televised football. They had no pads. There was no helmets. And you're playing on concrete. And people in the hood are fucking crazy. So they was playing full contact on, on, the, on the fucking concrete. <laughs> so I wasn't down with that, you know. I fucked with a lot of basketball growing up. I'm not a football guy. But this might get me into football. My passionate hatred. I'm just going to go and I'm not going to heckle the players like you should do at a sports event. I'm going to go heckle the fucking coach. I'm going to ask him about his life decisions. How did he get there? Uh, what, what, is, <laughs> what scandal happened? <laughs> to get that job, you, I guess you have to know what you're doing. But he's obviously not qualified to have a role with dignity. So <laughs> what I think is this guy was on his way to being a coach for an actual sports league and uh, an actual football league with, with some type of um, dignity. And he had some scandal. He did something. He did something bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not sexual predator, but there's something on his record that does not allow. You know, he gets like the, the full way through in the interview process and the background check pops back up and they're like, ah, we can't, we can't, we can't go with you. Now he's working for fucking lingerie league and he's, he's verbally abusing this bitch. Um, Shouts out to you, young blonde woman with the, you know, the black stripes on her face like she's an actual athlete and your ass hanging out for the courage it takes to suck up all of your humanity and spit it out at your doorstep and walk out your front door and face the world in humiliation and embarrassment to um, play a man's sport with your titties exposed. That has got to be, you know, you got to be a courageous human being. You got to be a courageous human being. And I apologize on the behalf of this sad old man. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's the fucking podcast. I think so. What the fuck did I talk about? It was, a lot, it was very emotional. It was very emotional. Um, I just admitted that I want to go beat a woman. That's true. It, it is true. I'm not going to sugarcoat that one. And uh, I, I also talked about the sadness of this coach. And I think they're the same person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that gal. If you're having a shitty time, if you're having a shitty week, if you're having a shitty month, if you're having a shitty year, if your life is shitty, don't take it out on anybody. You're just going to make your life shittier. You're going to be that person, that bitter, angry human being that we all notice from time to time. And that person doesn't get any lucky breaks. Nobody feels bad for them. Uh, nobody wants to be around them. That's all you attract back to you. Just realize everybody gets shitty things that happen to them. Have a positive outlook. Take it out in the right people. I think, you know, I'm, I was just about to fucking outro. I'm going to pause myself and interject this last thought. I think the issue with all those people is that it's not necessarily something that happened that was bad to them. Because bad shit happens to everybody. And things affect our moods. It's not they need to be more introspective and understand how to process emotions or choose better secondary emotions. Maybe they're hurt and they, they just go straight to anger or they go straight to, to you know, taking that negative emotion and trying to put it into... That's, it's none of those things. I really think when somebody acts like this fucking coach where he's yelling at a woman who is humiliating herself because <laughs> he's humiliated that that's his role. He is misplacing his rage. He's getting fucked in society, in his household, by a neighbor, by a friend. Somebody's bullying this guy and he's taking that energy 
and he's putting it on somebody else. And that's cowardly. And it's the same thing with this bartender. I came in there with great fucking energy, just wanting to get a drink and go on my fucking business. I always tip. I always fucking tip. I treat people, I treat people in food service with the utmost fucking respect. And it's not like doing it because I, I'm fearful that they're going to spit in my food or spit in my drink. That's part of it. That's the logical aspect. But on an emotional level, on an emotionally intelligent level, I appreciate people doing for me something, even if I'm paying, that I could fucking do for myself, like cooking or making a drink. I, I understand that. And to even out that level of them being in service to me, I show great fucking manners. That's always how I act. And so I know her acting that way toward me is coming from somebody else. And it's the same thing as this coach is cowardice. She has to face who, whoever's putting that finger up her ass and she's taking it. Don't take that out on me, bitch. Coach, whoever's sticking that finger up your ass, don't take that out on, on, on that young lady with her ass out. You know what I'm saying? That's my fucking advice for the fucking episode. Anybody who is getting any type of bullying or negative treatment or you feel suppressed in what you really want to do or you feel like you, you're getting the short end of the stick, face that person because nobody is going to feel bad for you, firstly. Secondly, nobody's going to like the guy who's taking the anger from somebody treating them like shit and throwing that on random people. It's a disgusting thing. The world needs less of it. We're all entitled to be in a bad mood, but take it out on who it deserves to be taken out from. On you get the motherfucker boy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you continue listening to nothing important podcast, I'm gonna thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor, go on to the Instagram, like the post, like the reels. Until next time.